Hello everyone, this is my podcast. My name is Larissa Lopez and you are welcome to High History. So today is a significant day in history which is March 31st and if you guys don't know, it's pretty important. We are actually... I know there's like a lot of things that actually happen on March 31st, which is weird if you look it up. Um, it tells you on Google like a whole bunch of different people that were born today or like certain events that happen. It's interesting to see exactly what happened on this day, um, especially on like Twitter. And like I usually say, um, if you guys don't have your joints or blunts or whatever you're smoking out of today, lit up whatever you're drinking out of today, coffee, wine, etc., even just a nice cup of tea by the way you guys you don't have to smoke to listen to this podcast i just smoke while i'm usually doing the podcast and sometimes i can't smoke because my lungs can't take that shit i'm still young i'm trying to make sure that i can breathe when i get older smoking is part of my life but i'm not gonna go ahead and fucking kill myself over it you know but i do enjoy it and if i need to stop at any time i will go ahead and stop because my health comes before anything like that so that's just kind of important This whole podcast thing has been really cool and I'm just really proud that you guys have kind of stuck around to help me out and, you know, be listeners and just show me how supportive you guys are because this is literally so cool. I'm already the ball and running with it and getting my ideas together. The more and more I kind of sit here and think about what I want to do with the podcast and the ideas I want to project. I have so many things that I want to do. I'm just trying to focus on what's going to really interest you guys, but also stick to what I love because if I'm spending the time doing this, I'm not getting paid for it. I'm staying here and I'm chilling. I want to do what I love and say what I love and also what you guys love, but majority of what I love. (laughs) But thank you for being here again. I'm just super supportive of the listeners and everything you guys have said to me and been supportive and reposting. I love you and thank you so much. I'm going to go ahead and get started on today's episode. Um, Again, this isn't really a full episode. I'm not doing justice enough on this episode today for what these people stand for and all the major impacts that they've actually had on millions of people in the world combined. Um, Let me also start off by saying it's very important history because these three people just embody light, love, and culture. And that's why I chose them. I saw on Twitter that they were trending as well, which was really cool because I knew it was Cesar Chavez Day, uh, March 31st, um, his birthday. And I know that Nipsey died on March 31st because my birthday was on the 28th. And I just remember that at the end of the month, that's when he passed away. And that's Alina. I didn't know it was 25 years that she's been gone, but that's uh, actually born in 1995. So that's pretty cool to know that era has lasted for a very long time and so has Cesar Chavez and so will Nipsey Hussle so I'm just gonna go ahead and to do a short explicit of why they're important and why I chose them um, but also you guys you know we're on a almost complete lockdown till April 30th and I just hope you guys are staying safe and remembering that there's a lot of people and a lot of lives at stake at the moment we see the numbers we see the statistics we see what the problem is and what we need to address when it comes to COVID-19 and the epidemic that is currently happening um so just remember please stay safe you guys and I'm here to entertain and educate as much as I can because I love it and this is important that we all kind of work together to make sure things happen the right way I'm so supportive of the people that I love that are out there working their butts off and helping this economy run you know who you are I've I've messaged you, I've said thank you, um, checked in on you and made sure you're still working good or if your family's good, you know, making sure they're safe. But also thank you guys for all your support. So like I said, let me go back to the podcast. 
Um, I'm going to be talking about a few reasons why these three people I chose on this specific day to record this episode is a part of history. Cesar Chavez, Selena Guantanila Perez, and Nipsey Hussle, whose birth name is Aramis Agedum, or Ashidum, I'm sorry. If I mispronounce it right, I will just repronounce it correctly when I learn it better. Also known as Nipsey Hussle. Um, these three icons are known across the globe for what they stood for in their community. And culturally and significantly. March 31st is the passing for two of these icons and a birthday for one of them. What they stood for was life is beautiful and what you make of it is completely up to you even if you weren't dealt the best cards. I'll continue to say this to you guys. Um, your story is what makes you you and it's important for many reasons. Today is Cesar Chavez Day and I'll be honest with you. Um, when you hear of heroes that fought for you, right, we automatically think of civil rights movement. Um, but you... You're right for thinking like this because the way civil rights movement um, was shaped in many communities is the way minorities stood up for themselves and took the momentum and embodied it to make a difference. We all learn from each other in a way, just like we are doing now in a sense. We're learning that actions that we take now can affect people that we love or know in the long run. It can also make a difference between what we influence and those we love and care about. Cesar Chavez was a man of good intention and here are some like honorable things we can honor and celebrate. Today I'm referencing the story of Cesar Chavez from the UFW org website which is actually the organization that Cesar Chavez organized during his activism. To begin, uh, Cesar Estrada Chavez was born near Yuma, Arizona on March 31st, 1927. I've always been into astrology and I got super excited finding out that he was actually an Aries, which is crazy because, you know, those fire signs are like grassroots activism and, you know, they're freaking feisty and they are headstrong and stubborn and fire signs will get what they want no matter what they what they do to get it because that's just who they are. Um, but that's pretty cool. And he's also an Aries like me, which... <laughs> I'm not even lying. Um, I had like a legit fangirl moment when I found out. I was like, oh my god, this is the perfect day to do a podcast because with all that's going on right now, these three people are just so cool and I couldn't get past the idea that they're all so connected in some kind of way. But back to that, Caesar learned of oppression from an early time in his life when his family was swindled and overruled by Anglos. Anglos are white American, also known as Anglo-Saxons. These people basically came and took land that was not theirs in so many ways that were shady for making for making like fake rules, not following rules or property ownership papers for land. Also at the no also at the time those were called land deeds. They would then say they weren't of any worth because essentially the deal that was made on the land before no longer mattered because once the US government took over um, parts of Texas, they basically stole the land underneath the the Mexicans that were there. Um, in their own country. So Cesar Chavez was able to see that at first hand. Um, but you know what? If some shit like that happened to my family, I would have been rolled up in there and been like, you know what? This is not this is not going down. But <laughs> uh, uh, that happened. Um, his father actually took out like an interest loan and wasn't able to pay it back because of the suppression of, of Mexicans. It was um, not... It wasn't the norm to treat a Mexican the way they should be, even if they were a citizen of Mexico or even just a person, like color of their skin determined how they were going to be treated regardless. And that's something Cesar Chavez was able to witness at a young age and um, it actually embodied who he became. Cesar Chavez was not allowed to speak Spanish in school because it was forbidden. He actually dropped out of the eighth grade to work in the fields with his family. Imagine dropping out of eighth grade. What were you doing in eighth grade? 
I know for sure you weren't over here holding up your whole family. I mean, maybe you were, but the way he was, was basically dropping out of school to go and work in migrant farms as a kid. You want to be getting ready for ninth grade high school something you know something it's like a next level thing I'm not sure how school, schools were back then i'm sure like they're completely different from the way we experience schools but ninth grade i wouldn't i could only imagine missing ninth grade to do that for your family and have all that responsibility on your shoulders so after eighth grade like i said he dropped out and went to go work in the migrant farms with his family to help support them caesar knew that wasn't going to be the last time that he witnessed in social justice but it was the first time he knew what it was like to have everything taken away from him because he was Mexican. And this continued to happen. This was like a norm in his life. He had to continue to change schools. He couldn't have the same school. He was segregated in the school still. He was segregated when he went to the Navy. Spoiler alert, he did join the Navy. Uh, but he just witnessed all this at first hand and it was the norm back then. In 1938, Caesar and his family made the decision to move to California, La Colina Barrio and Oxnard. I just want to say Oxnard has some interesting history that I'll actually be looking into because um, for those of you who live in LA, Oxnard is just far away and not really talked about because it's more of like farming. But I always feel like someone who's from up north is always like, what's up? I'm here. And they always like just pop up out of nowhere to rep up north because it's LA, you know, California. <laughs> so ignorant. Um, but yeah, yeah, back to the story. Caesar returned to Arizona several months later. He and his family returned to California June 1939 and settled in San Jose, where they lived in the barrio called Sasipuedes. The negative connotation with these names was in regards to the poverty surrounding the San Jose area. Uh, but Caesar believed the only way to get out was to get his kids into college. Shortly after he joined the U.S. Navy in 1946, which was at the time segregated, like I said, he served for two years and he married his wife Helen Fabella in 1948 and settled down in Delano having eight children. He was a busy man, so um, Caesar made sure his legacy lives on for sure. Uh, Caesar returned to San Jose and was influenced by Father Donald McDonald and Fred Ross, uh, this influenced his missionary work that sparked, as we know it, a revolution for minorities and migrant farm workers. Caesar became an organizer for Ross Organization, the community service organization CSO. His first task was voter registration. He wanted to make sure that minorities were out there at the polls, casting their ballots and making sure that they were voting because that was important. They needed to be considered when laws weren't being passed because if the laws weren't being passed for the population, how were they going to be represented? Caesar wanted to make sure that everyone was represented properly, and that's why voter registration was a focus of his. Um, in 1962, Caesar founded the National Farm Workers Association. Caesar Chavez connected spiritually with the method of fasting for peace. He participated in fasting, especially in the terrible suffering of the farm workers and their children. The crushing of farm workers' rights and the dangers of pesticides and the denial of fair and free elections. Did you hear that list, you guys? Let me start off by saying farm workers and their children, the crushing of farm workers' rights, the dangerous pesticides. Pesticides? Are you kidding me? That's disgusting. Having people work in pesticides and then having it on them and just like what if their skin like what's gonna happen if they can't standing in pesticides honestly that sounds really bad it sounds like it's gonna eat out your skin or something or it's like 
that's like toxin chemicals that are just sitting on you and you're having people working out there in unfair conditions um which i'm sure is still probably a thing i hope they're protected i'm sure they are protected but uh yeah that's what he fought for in many events caesar chavez participated in fasting he did this for terrible suffering of farm workers and their children the crushing of farm workers rights the dangers of pesticides and the denial of fair and free elections that quote that i found that he um said about the fast within the article a fast is first and foremost personal it is fast for purification of my own mind body and soul the fast is also a heartfelt prayer for purification and strengthening for all those who work beside me in the farm worker movement the fast is also an act of penance for those in positions of moral authority and for all men and women activists know what is right and just who know that they could and should do more the fast is finally a declaration of non-cooperation with supermarkets who promote and sell and profit from california table grapes during the past few years i have been studying the plague of pesticides on our land and our food look at that look at him going in there making sure that nobody within the community was dying at the hands of the government, big supermarket corporations who did not even care about where the food was coming from as long as it came in and was nice and pretty and served in those nuclear markets where, you know, nuclear families would go shop. Not Mexican families because Mexican families were going to the carnicerias, they were going to their barrios, and they were going to their liquors, all, you know, fruit man all that community popping because that's the way communities go and garden studios are actually better than the market for real we all know that <laughs> but yeah so today we celebrate the birth of cedar chavez and what he stood for for migrant farm workers till this day chavez continues to inspire many young activists and activists in the hispanic and latino communities Today, I challenge you all to look up some accounts that show grassroots activism within your community, within your culture, and who you identify as. Right now, more than ever, we need to keep the momentum going and support these local organizations that help those in need and represent what we stand for. I would like to give a shout out to the Let's Give organization for all of the amazing work they do. Um, I've been following their accounts now for a year and they constantly give love to the migrant workers and their families. It's amazing how much time and effort and also how they get everyone to show out. Um, they accept donations throughout the year and they collect and organize and clean them and make sure that everything's ready to go so that way when they do go on their missions, they have everything ready to give. Um, they offer free haircuts, they do activities for kids, games, and open closet for families to pick uh, and choose clothing that was donated. And they always have endless opportunities for volunteering, so please check them out. They are called Let's Give and they are, I think, local in the South Bay, so... Like I said, check them out. And if you can ever in the future reach out to them or go to one of their volunteering opportunities, I would suggest you do so. Keep them in your thoughts and prayers because at this time, like I said, migrant workers and their families are hopefully not being neglected because of what's going on with COVID. But um, pray for them and keep them in your prayers as well because any demographic that is not treated fairly or isn't able to live comfortably at this moment you all know also that i'll be talking about one of the most famous latinas in the world selena quintanilla um or quintanilla <laughs> i hope i'm not pronouncing this right i am horrible with spanish but um if you have not yet watched the selena movie yet with uh, jennifer lopez please do it has one of the most iconic scenes ever where selena is doing the washing machine at a young age and we all know um 
like if you were a little girl and you were watching that movie, you jumped in front of the TV and you did the washing machine as best as you can, uh, because that scene is just like iconic. And that movie is just like so nostalgic and wonderful, especially because JLo killed, killed it in it. And it's just iconic. But we were able to see Selena come to life, um, especially if like someone like me who was born literally in 95, which was the year she was actually taken away. You're able to see her live through that kind of epic film, which is so amazing um, and one of my favorite movies ever. Um, today, I'm using some information from biography.com for reference, and I'm going to go ahead and talk about Selena. March 31st is significant to her, um, like I said, is because it is the day of her passing. She went to heaven. Uh, but I feel that also as a fellow Aries, she should be celebrated for qualities of living life to the fullest and showing everyone that if they just follow the music in their heart, they can find the beauty in everything. Like I said, I will be doing an extended episode of both Cesar Chavez and Selena. I'm going into deeper detail about their life, but I had to put Selena on here because from a young age, I'm sure many uh, young Latinx women believe that they are related to her in some kind of way. I myself felt super connected to her to the fact that my roots of being Chicana and first gen are important because I'm important. And Selena made me feel like that's something that you should really care about when you are from from you know when you're american but also you have those those mexican roots and uh hispanic and latino roots or whatever you are whatever ethnicity you are whatever your culture however you identify those roots and embody them to be who you are today um yeah i, I may get made fun of when i speak spanish and maybe i mispronounce my words sometimes and i still get laughed at but hey it's not going to change the fact that my last name is lopez which i'm extremely proud of and and it's lopez like it's not going to get any more Mexican than that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Literally Lopez. Generic. And I love my last name because I am this person. That's how I feel. Um, but back to Selena. We know that her music was iconic and started to progress into her major career moments um, where she started to reach everyone with her love ballads and 808 beats perfectly perfectly combined with rhythmic instruments like the accordion and the electric guitar. It was used for Latino music. Her famous and iconic moment was when Selena's live performance at the Astrodome was broadcasted and oh my god her iconic I will survive moment. I, if, I wish if I could literally get into a time machine and go back to that moment it definitely would be that second in time where she's wearing that purple long sleeve jumpsuit and she is singing her heart out to 70s disco and donna summer and oh my god like that Whew, if i was in those crowds i would be out there i would be fucking it up you don't even know i love that part so much in the movie and watching the actual footage on youtube is like crazy and so cool but i Personally, also feel like that jumpsuit is an outdated Halloween costume because you guys played it out so much. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but I really feel, and this is my opinion, that since Selena is an Aries, she would really want you guys to put your spin on her costume because she loved fashion and um, she had all these like outfits planned to wear before she passed and actually like designed herself. So I just think that's super important to remember. She was a fashion icon and she stood for independence and creativity and um, the love for yourself, you know, love yourself love your body and um, move to your own rhythm stood for what what women in the next community could not 
necessarily get at her time because within the music industry they just felt that women weren't as important she made it seem as though women can do anything and her music was just so wonderful and unique that it was able to touch a lot of people and that's what she said in interviews that i've watched and on youtube videos she just seems so powerful and strong like someone that you could easily be friends with and you know she would have your back and she can actually listen to you she looks like she's just full of life and energy but like i said i would definitely go back in time to watch that disco melody from the astrodome just because it makes me so happy she did not hide the fact that she loved disco music because it's fucking great and if you don't love 70s disco you do not know the hits so please go sit down and lock yourself up in a room and you know hop on spotify look for a little 70s playlist or on itunes youtube whatever wherever you get your music and sit there and enjoy or you can also watch guardians of the galaxy which has some great 70s music um shout out to marvel love you marvel universe selena was considered the queen queen of tejano a type of mexican music that incorporated other styles such as country and western which is like basically like mexican music of texas it has like the spin to it. These are the albums that she's most famous for. Ven Conmigo, 1990. Um, this was her first Tejano record uh, to achieve gold record status, meaning it sold more than 500,000 copies. Uh, this was in 1990 and her live concert or album was recorded in 1993. Uh, she became the first female Tejano artist to take home a Grammy for Best Mexican American Album. Her album live hit number two on Billboard's Top Latina Album Charts that's freaking dope one thing i do love is like cardi b was at the astro dome and she was so happy because she wore her like little texas outfit and she was like i'm so honored to be here this is where selena performed and i looked up to her and it's just like so cool to have you know like that kind of um, realization that you're you're literally walking in someone's footsteps almost but in your own way and that's why i love cardi because she is herself and she's not she's not stupid she is fucking woke and i love her and i've been fucking with her since she's been on mine so support cardi b please because she's amazing <laughs> back to selena's success Prohibido, 1994, to New York, California, Puerto Rico, and Argentina in 1994. And Amor Prohibido was released the same year and went gold. Uh, Dreaming of You, which is a wonderful song we fucking love. I know if you guys love that song, it's just so good and it's so soft. And that's like a song you listen to when you're laying in bed at night and you're just in your feels and... It's just so soothing and you love it. That album came out in 1995, right after the release of Life. And Selena went to work on the first English language album that she hoped would put her on the top of the U.S. pop music charts. Unfortunately, she did not live to see its full success, but you guys get the idea. Dreaming of You was released after Selena's passing and it became a huge hit. The album hit number one on the Billboard Top 200 the week of August 5th, 1995, and that made it the first predominantly Spanish language album to top the chart. Uh, she won a Grammy that she so freaking deserved, and, and she's just so beautiful. She also, I love the outfit she was on when she got her Grammy. She's just like, she's such an icon. She was only 23 years old when she lost her life, but her legacy has lived on for the past 25 years, and I can only imagine being so talented and not living to your full potential. But I really feel that God has her in his view as one of the greats he calls on for her voice in heaven and, you know, just makes him seem like a little bell of her. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, she's definitely Angel. Selena, I promise to do better justice on your birthday in April where I will go ahead and release full um, expect about you because you just deserve more time and I can just pull more things out for more stops and whistles for um for your story because you deserve to show your full story on on my podcast please listen to selena's music today in remembrance of her beautiful voice or just this month um all the way up to her birthday which i believe is the 16th like i said she's an aries so um go support her and yeah tell your sisters your brothers your children and everyone you know about her because i'm telling you to and they deserve to know about someone that's just a part of history as well last but not even close to the least another soul that left this earth on this day was Aramis Ashidoma, um, also known as also known as Nipsey Hussle. Um, Nipsey was born and raised in the streets of Crenshaw and used his music to reclaim his message to the world. He was a force of solidarity within his community and empowered black people to use their ability to be successful and mindful within their surroundings because it was important to represent who they were and where they lived. I visited the Slauson area a lot growing up because my Nina, which is my godmother, uh, lived only a few streets down from where Nipsey Hustle Square is actually located. Those are the commercial shops where he has his clothing store, the Marathon. It's a staple within the community because drive down the street, you just feel a sense of comfort, a sense of, of familiarity, and you can look at it and say, whoa, hey, like, it's just, it's a sense of comfort, like, it's Nipsey. Like, you can point there and literally just say, hey, that's Nip spot. Because it's just so cool to, to know that's always been there. If you're from the area, you know that store has literally been there forever since he started um, the clothing store. Nipsey was known for his activism within his community, helping local schools and making people aware of holistic care and his religious views. Nipsey Hustle became known for his numerous mixtapes, including Bull and Saint Got No Name series, The Marathon, The Marathon Continues, and Crenshaw, the last of which rapper Jay-Z bought 100 copies for $100 each. I remember when that happened and it was like unheard of because everybody was like, what, what? Like, he bought 100 copies for $100 each. Um, but after much delay, his debut studio album, Victory Lap, was 2018 to critical acclaim and commercial success and was also nominated for the best rap album on the 61st Grammy Awards in 2019. Two Pope Grammy Awards from the songs Racks in the Middle and Higher was awarded to Hustle in the best rap performance and best rap song performance categories, respectively. The next year's at the 62nd Grammy Award. Also, as you guys know, I will be doing a full expect on Nipsey Hustle as well. He unfortunately passed on this day, which is very unfortunate because... He was a large part of history and it's just super important that we remember him as well. I remember the day that he did pass. Um, it was unfortunate because people wanted to to be in the area and see what happened. But it was just a sad, sad day within the community. And his funeral even itself was like, it was unheard of and it was really big and um the amount of people that showed out within the city to support nipsey and really show what kind of man he is i just really wanted to do this little episode today to put it out there that today is significant and 
it's important to learn about little things like this in history, especially honor these people that have passed and teach people about them because they stood for a lot. And I think when you learn about these icons and how they just really influenced and impacted other people's lives, but were able to make such a difference within their time of living. And life is sweet, so don't don't take it for granted. Um, I'm going to go ahead and post a special little pic. You guys can feel free to go ahead and reshare. I would really appreciate it. I just really wanted to make this little mini so today because I love you guys loved my podcast that I even the mini so that I put out um that you guys loved it. And I wanted to give you guys something a little back, especially for today because it is a really cool day like I said that they all have something in common. They all stood for their community within their culture and I just feel like it's super important for you guys to learn about them. So, thank you so much for tuning in. I We'll try to get the next episode out as soon as I can. And like I said, it's going to be something interesting and something cool. Probably, if anything, release two episodes at one time. So you guys have like two options. Uh, probably one episode one day and then one episode the next day. Or maybe like part one, part two. Um, like I said, please, please send me suggestions of what you guys want to hear and what you're interested in. Uh, any promotions or anything like that or any business inquiries, or just want to reach out, um, anything you guys want to tell me about, like, history, you can even send me an email if your family is some way a part of history, I could go ahead and talk about it on here, uh, you don't have to send anything with your name, that way you guys feel comfortable, but yeah, anything like that, you guys can go ahead and send me, so it's just reachhighhistory at gmail.com if you want to go ahead and reach me, or DM me on Instagram, Still gonna go ahead and set up Twitter. We will and hopefully be set up on um, Apple Podcasts. Or if you're listening to this podcast right now, we are already on Apple Podcasts. But you would have checked. Um, so I will let you guys know next episode when we are verified on there. Um, but thank you again for everything. Like I said, please stay safe during these times. Um, I do want to do like a coronavirus update soon uh, because it's just super important to know what's going on out there at the moment. Also, for any of you students, please stay motivated and <laughs> try to make the best of your classes on Zoom. If you're on Zoom or if you're just online in general or if you needed to drop out of the semester because you weren't able to take online classes or if you're just if you got laid off from work or anything like that, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this is all happening and you're a part of that. Um, just try to make the best of the situation. There's market jobs that I know are open and I know that that's also putting yourself at risk but if you need the money the money is there and you can apply for work at Trader Joe's um Ralph's I think there's a lot of people that are hiring on the spot like Aldi um just things like that if you guys need anything like that also you can reach out to me if you need anything like that like resources like that I could try to help you find things um but go ahead and as far as like content please reach out to me any local brands you want me to work with or reach out to i can go ahead and do that um if you're already somebody that we're planning on working with i'm totally grateful and i cannot wait i'm super excited i can't wait for 420 i'm gonna make this an awesome like super cool thing a super cool week when that week rolls around so you guys stay tuned um if you haven't yet smoked up your j smoke up your j relax drink your tea do whatever you're gonna do for the rest of the evening and i can't wait to see you guys soon smoke one stay safe